What's up? It's Faith. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited. Something important to talk to you guys about today. This is something that comes up a lot for my students. It's coming up right now for one of the members of the mastermind, and we were having a discussion about it, and I thought I would share my thoughts on this with you guys. So I want to talk to you guys about when to pivot in your business. This is a question I get all the time. It's like, when do I know to do something else? When do I know that I've tested something for long enough? When do I know I should try something else? And we're going to talk about it. (laughs) The first thing I want to say is no one else can answer this except for you, right? And so you're the only one that knows what's right for your business. And just because something else was right for someone else doesn't mean that that's right for you. So you want to get really clear on is this something I'm desiring and why? And I think the why is really important. So I tell the mastermind this all the time. You can do whatever you want in your business. You can make any decision. You can make any strategy work. You can be successful no matter what. There's a million roads to success. A lot of times people think there's one specific road. I got to make sure I get the right offer and the right launch and the right sales page and the right thing. And when I get everything right, then that's when it works. And that's not really how I've seen it go down in my experience. After coaching a lot of people, I see people get results when they decide to get results. When they commit to, I love this offer. I'm going to figure out how to sell it. I'm going to figure out how to make this work. That's when I see people get results. What I see people do a lot is pivoting their strategy because they think there's only one right way. I have to get the right offer and the right thing and everything has to be right and then it will work. The problem is if your mindset is not also lined up, if your thoughts are not behind that offer, if your thoughts are not behind your launch, if the thoughts are not behind your work and your clients and all of it, no offer will ever sell. No one wants to buy from you if you think, my work isn't that good. My stuff isn't that good. No one wants to buy at your lunch if you're like, this isn't even going to work. This is a waste of my time. When you have those types of thoughts, it leaks into all of your work and people can feel that energy from you. People want to buy and work with people that are confident, that know that they can get them results, that believe in their work, that believe in themselves, that believe they can help people. And so you can change your offer all day long. But if your mindset is wrong, it's not going to work. We talk about this a lot with like bridging belief, right? And outsourcing belief. I talk about this with course hoarding a lot. (laughs) I'm like, people have a lack of belief. So they're like, let me buy this course. Let me hire this coach, right? And they're buying courses out of scarcity because they don't really believe their work is that good. And so they're trying to buy the course to up their belief that it can actually happen and it can actually work for them. People do this with pivoting with their niche and their offers all the time too, right? So they're like, don't really think their stuff is that good. and But they're like, let me try this other niche. This niche is easier. But that niche isn't going to work for them either because they're bringing their same thoughts. People do this with their offer. Well, this course isn't selling. But they don't really think the course is that good. They don't really think that they can really help people. They don't really believe in themselves. That's why the course isn't selling. But they're like, let me try a different course. Let me try a different offer. Let me try Evergreen. Let me try launching. But the whole time they're bringing their same thoughts with them, it's not going to work. And so all of this to say, with pivoting, you want to know why you're doing it. And you want to like your reasons why. There's no like set 
good reasons or bad reasons. It's just, do you like your reasons? So this particular person I was coaching in the mastermind had really good reasons. She doesn't have time anymore for this offer. It takes a lot of time. It doesn't make that much revenue for her. There's other things she wants to do. And she wants to close down this offer she has so she can do something else. And I think those are good reasons. They're only good reasons if you like them, by the way. It's up to her if she thinks the reasons are good or not. And that's what I help people figure out in my coaching. But you can just ask yourself, why am I wanting to pivot? And do I like my reasons? Most of the time... (laughs) especially if you guys are not getting coached and you don't have a business coach and you're not in the mastermind or you're not around this type of work, most of the time people are pivoting out of doubt and fear. They like don't think their stuff is that good. They don't think it'll work. They think there's only one right way to do it. And they're just pivoting instead of doing the mindset work. They're pivoting because they feel doubtful and they don't understand doubt comes from the brain, not from their offer. So they're like, let me change my offer. Let me pivot. Let me do a different niche. Let me do tell a different thing. Let me try a different strategy. But the doubt was never from the course not selling. The doubt was never from the launch that you did that failed. The doubt comes from what you think about it. Because I have people that do failed launches all the time and then they just decide to think, oh, I learned some really great lessons. That's disappointing, but I learned what I needed to learn and I'm going to try it again. And they just keep doing it until they get it to work. But a lot of people do a failed launch and then they're like, oh my God, this is never going to work. No one's going to buy my thing. Everyone hates me. And then they feel doubtful about their offer because of those thoughts. And then they decide to pivot. They're like, let me do a different niche. Let me do a different offer. Let me do a different thing. Because they don't like the feeling of doubt that they're experiencing. And they think that doubt is created by the launch that they had. They're like, I did this launch and no one bought. And now I feel doubt. It's like, no, you had the, you had the launch, no one bought. And then you had all those troll thoughts. And then you felt doubt. But the troll thoughts are always up to you. You can, you can acknowledge them, right? I'm like, they're always going to be there. It's not a problem that they're there. But you can also acknowledge that they're just thoughts and it's not the truth and that you want to think something else and recommit to your offer. So you just want to look at why am I wanting to pivot? I would journal on this. If you don't have a coach, I would journal on this. If you're in the mastermind, come to the mastermind and let me coach you on this. Let me talk to you, right? Even post in the group, the girls can coach you at this point. There's so many people in there that have coached with me for such a long time. (laughs) They can coach you. They probably tell you the same thing I would, right? But if you aren't in the mastermind and you don't have a coach, journal on this. Why am I wanting to pivot? What are your reasons for wanting to pivot? And do you like your reasons? As a coach, as a business coach, as a mindset coach, I do not like the reasons of doubting it's going to work or being scared and then, oh my gosh, let me just pivot. You never want to pivot to make yourself feel better. <laughs> so so just expect when you pivot, it's going to be just as hard. It's going to suck just as much because all of that is created by your brain. It's never created by your offer or your niche or anything outside of you. It's created from you. So when you pivot, it's going to suck just as much. It's going to be just as hard. It's going to feel the exact same. And if you have to take your same thoughts and feelings, which you do, right, unless you're going to do the work to change them, if you have to take your same thoughts and feelings with you, do you still have good reasons to pivot? A lot of people just pivot because they want to feel different. They're like, I don't know if my business is going to work. I'm afraid. I have doubt. I'm scared. I don't think my stuff is that good. And they pivot because they want to change the feeling. They're like, I don't like how I feel 
I'm going to do a different action because that's how we're taught in our culture. We're literally taught to change our action to create different results. But that's not how you change feelings. You don't change feelings with actions because when you change the action, you're going to take your same thoughts. So if I'm in the baking niche thinking, I don't think my stuff is that good. This is never going to work. I don't know what I'm doing. And then I'm like, I don't like how I feel. So I'm going to change my strategy. This isn't working. I don't like this. This is hard. I'm going to do a different niche. And I change to the, let's say the business niche. This is something I see people do a lot. They're like, the business niche is supposed to be easier. <laughs> Let me do that. I'll be a business coach. They pivot into the business niche and then they bring their same thoughts. So in the new niche, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Any niche, dog grooming, tree planting, farming, they pivot into that new niche and they still think, I don't think my work is that good. This is never going to work. I don't know if I can do this. They, they bring the same thoughts and they feel the exact same. So you just want to make sure that you're not pivoting to change a feeling because your feelings aren't created by your niche or your offer or anything external. It's all created from your brain. And if you change your offer, a lot of people will be like, I've been trying to sell this course, but it's not working. I'm going to sell coaching. But they're doing it because they're scared that they can't do it and they don't really believe in that offer and they doubt that they can actually get an online business to work and they doubt that they can actually do it. And so they change their offer and they bring those same thoughts and they continue to feel like it's not going to work and they don't think they can actually do it because they didn't fix the root of the problem, which was their thoughts. They just tried to change the strategy to make themselves feel better. So you want to make sure when you're pivoting, when you're changing a strategy, when you're changing your niche, when you're changing what you're doing, you're not doing it to change a feeling. You're going to feel the same. All of your shitty thoughts and your crappy feelings are going to come with you. It's going to be just as hard. It's going to suck just as much. And then from that place of knowing I'm going to feel the same, whether I'm in this niche or this niche, it's going to be just as hard. Do I still have good reasons and do I like them? It's up to you to decide to like your reasons or not. But you just want to know what are the real reasons you're wanting to change your niche? What are the real reasons you're wanting to change your offer? What are the real reasons you're wanting to pivot? At the bottom of it is usually this hasn't been working and I don't think it's going to work. So let me try something else, which seems harmless on the surface, right? It's like if something isn't working, we should do something else. But I would ask you, have you really committed to making it work? with all of your heart and all of your soul and all of your thoughts, have you believed it was gonna work? Have you tried it while in full belief? Most of you are trying strategies with extremely low belief, with like half-ass belief. It's like, I don't think this is gonna work and this is never gonna happen and it's working for her and it's not working for me. It's like half-ass belief. Have you tried the strategy in full belief? That's what I would ask you. And that's the reason most of it isn't working. Like, to be honest with you, it's not because anybody's doing the wrong strategy. It's like all of the strategies work. I've seen so many different things work for different people. When you're in full belief and you're like, I have something important to say. I'm going to help you and I'm going to help you no matter what. I don't care about the algorithm. I don't care about the marketing rules. I don't care about any of it because I know I can help you. And it is go time. When you're in that energy, any strategy will work. You can go on Facebook Live. You can go on Instagram. You can do Pinterest. You can do whatever you want. You can make it work. 
But what I see people do most of the time is just be in half-ass belief where they're like, maybe somebody will buy my thing someday. Or like, I don't know if I'll ever make any money. And then they're like, well, this isn't working. I've been trying it for months. Let me try a different strategy. They don't understand. Like you're taking your same half-ass belief and putting it in a different strategy and that strategy won't work either. And that's why you see so many people taking all these different courses and trying all these different things and creating the same mediocre results because they're bringing their same mediocre thoughts and no one is telling them, hey, like you need to be in full belief to get this strategy to work. You need to up your belief. You need to do the work. You need to clean up this doubt and these crappy thoughts and the bullshit you're telling yourself. And that's what will make or break you. Not finding the perfect strategy. There's no strategy perfect enough to bridge your crappy belief. There just isn't. People think like, I have to post this many times a day and post at this time. And then if I get all of the strategy right, that will make up for my crappy belief system and that will make it work. That will get this to work. That will make me start making money. It doesn't work like that. It just doesn't. Unless you're very good at marketing. I think if you're really, really good at marketing, you could probably get away with maybe having lower beliefs. But most of us are not. Like most of us are just starting. right? Myself included. You know, I've been online for five years, which seems long, but in the career of a marketer, that's not a long time. And I'm a self-taught marketer. So unless you're really good at marketing, you need to be in full belief to get these strategies to work. And no amount of pivoting or changing is going to make up for that. So like I'm saying, the person I was having this conversation with, I think has great reasons for pivoting, which are, I want to do a different program. This offer takes a lot of time for me to manage. She's not doing it because she thinks it's going to be easier over there, or I'm going to feel better over there. There's some real like logistical things that are going on with her offer that don't make sense in her business anymore. And so from that place, you need to make a business decision, not from an emotional place, not from a place of doubt, not from all of that. Like if you leave the drama at the table and you step up like a boss and you step into your boss role and you're like, as a boss, as a businesswoman, right? Does this offer make sense for my business? Does this make sense for me to continue doing? But I see most people making decisions in their business out of fear. I don't think this is going to work. No one's going to buy. Drama, drama, drama. Stop making decisions out of drama. Step into boss energy. It is going to work. You do know what you're doing. You're going to figure it out. And from that energy, then make a business decision. Do not make a pivot or a business decision when you feel like crap. because you just end up trying to change the feeling. So just leave your feelings at the door for a minute. As a business person, looking at the data, not from how I feel, looking at the data, what is happening? And then based on the data, what do I think the best decision is? What do I think the best thing to do is? And make an empowered decision as a boss about your business. You don't wanna make business decisions trying to make yourself feel better, which is what I see most people doing. They're like, I'm afraid, I don't think this is gonna work. I'm doubtful of myself. I'm doubtful. I can never do this. I want to feel different. Let me pivot. Let me try a different niche. Let me try a different offer. So like I'm saying, journal everything out. What are your reasons? And then once you have all your reasons out, I would really look at everything you wrote and be like, what is beneath that? Like what is below that? And really look at it. My feeling with this person I was coaching in the mastermind is she would still want to pivot even if that offer was making her a lot of money because it's a time suck. It's not what she wants to be doing with her energy, all these different things, right? And so she's not pivoting to make herself feel better. She's not pivoting because she's afraid. She's making a strategic business decision, which I think is fine. So once you make the strategic business decision, this is the second part, okay? (laughs) 
So check your emotions, look at the data. A lot of times people will be like, it's not working. And then when we look at, well, how much have you grown in the last six months? And they're like, well, I've actually like quadrupled my audience. It's like, well, is that really not working? Like look at the stories you're telling yourself and make sure that the stories match up with the data. So that's the first part. Make a strategic business decision based on the data, not from trying to make yourself feel better. And then once you make the decision, people think if they make the right decision, it's going to feel good. No. (laughs) A lot of times when we have to make decisions, our brains freak out because they don't like change. (laughs) So a lot of times when you guys make a decision, it's going to feel bad, which is fine. I'm like, it's not a problem. Like, it's not a problem for you guys to feel bad. Feelings are just vibrations in your body. It's totally fine. Completely safe for you to feel bad in your body. It's part of being a human being. (laughs) Welcome to having a human brain, right? (laughs) So you're going to make the decision. And then because of your brain doesn't like change, our brains like consistency, our brains like things to stay the same. Brains don't like change. We're going to make the decision. Your brain is not going to like change. And oftentimes it's going to freak out. And that's fine. You just want to understand that's how human brains work. I always say to the mastermind, like human brain doing human brain things gonna freak out, not a problem. And you just wanna be aware like, oh, my brain is freaking out and I'm feeling discomfort in my body because I just made a decision and my brain doesn't like change. And that's a very different thought process than making a decision and feeling bad and then freaking out because you're like, I don't wanna feel bad. Like, like I made this decision and I'm so unsure and now I'm scared and I'm worried. And in my world, it's like, yeah, that's fine. Like you can make a decision and be scared and worried. It's okay for you to feel negative emotions in your body. It's just a human brain doing human brain things. That kind of thought process is very different than I made the decision and now I'm feeling discomfort in my body. And now I don't know if I did the right thing. So let me go back and remake that decision. That's what most people do, right? They make the decision. Their brain freaks out because brains don't like change. And then they circle back around and they're like, let me go back and think about the decision some more because I don't like this feeling. (laughs) So they, they unmake the decision to get out of discomfort, to get out of fear, right? Oh my God, I don't know if I did the right thing. And what if this and what if that? Brain freaks out. They're like, this is uncomfortable. I do not like being in this state. And then they circle back around and they remake the decision or they go back to indecision. Maybe I should pivot, maybe not. And they're, this is a very comfortable place to be, right? Being in indecision. A lot of us live there in our business, right? It's like, should I pivot? Should I not? Should I change my offer? Should I not? They just go back to that because that's very comfortable in decision land. Making a decision and deciding this is my offer. This is my niche. This is what I'm doing. That's it. And then you line your thoughts up and you think about why you love it and you sell yourself on that decision and you decide this was my decision. Even though my brain is freaking out, I had good reasons for making this decision and I am not remaking it because I already made the decision and I trust past me. You trust past you. You're like past me had good decisions for making this reason. This reason. (laughs) Past me had good reasons for making this decision. And I support her, I stand behind her. And you decide to have your own back. And you decide, I had good reasons for making this decision. And even though I feel scared in my body, just a vibration in your body, right? Even though I'm doubting myself, even though whatever is coming up for me, even though whatever is coming up for me, I still like my reasons. I had good reasons for making this decision. And I wanna see what happens if I execute on this decision. You have to be willing to feel discomfort in your body. Cause guess what? Making decisions often feels uncomfortable. This is why people spend so much time in indecision because 
indecision is a lot more comfortable than making a decision and standing in the discomfort. Doesn't really require that much discomfort for me to be in like, maybe I should change my niche or maybe not. Let me research. I don't know. Ma, 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 ma. Brain is fine with that because you're not really creating any change. At the end of the day, your brain knows your reality is going to stay the same. You're not creating any change when you're in a decision. Everything around you is staying the same. All you're doing is thinking. You're not making any decisions. You're not making any actual changes in your life. So your brain is comfortable there because our brains like everything to stay the same. It knows if everything stays the same, then you're safe and you're alive and it knows what to expect and it likes it there. It likes things to stay the same. And so your brain likes you to be in indecision. That's a comfortable place for your brain to be because it knows indecision doesn't create any change. You're just staying exactly where you are. Your brain likes that, right? So to make a decision, you have to decide. You have to know your reasons and like your reasons. And then you have to have your own back. Even when it's uncomfortable, your brain is going to try and tell you, go back to indecision. Go back to being stuck. Go back to where we were keeping everything the same. Don't go to this new place because I'm afraid. But you're the driver of this ship. (laughs) You got to tell your brain, look, I got us. We're safe. I've got me, I've got us, we're good. We're gonna go forward and execute on this. I just wanna see what happens. If it doesn't work, it's okay. I just wanna see what happens. I made the decision and I had good reasons. I like my reasons for making the decision. You do not go back and remake that decision. It's a terrible habit to be in as a business owner. You make the decision once and then you remember your reasons and why you like your reasons and you move forward and that's it. That will save you so much time. Just that. If you just do that, (laughs) I'm like, just do this alone. (laughs) So when you're pivoting, you want to know your reasons. You want to like your reasons. You want to make the decision, commit to it, and then that's it. A lot of people also live in this world of indecision where they kind of know they're not going to change their offer or they kind of know they're not going to quit. People do this with quitting, right? They're like, maybe I'll quit. Maybe I I don't even know if I'm going to do this. Maybe I'll quit. And I always tell the mastermind, I'm like, are you going to quit or not? You need to either quit or not right now. And then that's it. You make the decision and we're done with this crap because all you're doing is wasting time and wasting energy. And the same is true for thinking about maybe I'll change my niche. Maybe I'll change my offer. It's like, are you going to change it or not? You need to decide right now right? If you do this on one of my calls, this is exactly what I'll tell you, (laughs) except in front of everyone. (laughs) I'll be like, are you going to change your offer or not? You need to decide right now. And then most of the time people are like, well, no, like I actually like my offer and I like, and it's like, well, quit thinking that thought. The thought, maybe I should change my offer. Maybe I should change my niche. Maybe I should quit. If you're not going to do those things, all you're doing is wasting your time and wasting your energy. That is a very unhelpful thought to think. It creates zero dollars. It makes you no money. It takes you nowhere. You got to line your thoughts up with your decision. This is my offer. This is my niche. This is what I help people with. And I like my reasons for it. And that's the end. And I'm not going to indulge in, maybe I should quit. Maybe I should do a different thing. It's like, if you're going to quit, quit. But if you're not going to quit, don't think about it. Either do it or don't, right? If you're going to change your niche, change it. But if you're not, don't think about it, right? Don't indulge in all of this indecision about a decision you're not even really going to make, right? We like to be confused about things. Like, maybe I'll quit. And it's like, you're not really going to quit. If you are, quit. Like, just quit then if you're going to quit. But if you're not going to quit, like, stop indulging in that thought. Because all it does is keep you stuck make you slow, and make you no money. The same is true with thinking about changing your offer, changing your course, changing your 
um, niche, all of that stuff. If you're not going to change it and you know you're not going to change it, you're just indulging in indecision for indecision's sake. There's no actual even purpose to it. It doesn't do anything for you. All it does is keep you stagnant. So you want to make the decision, know your reasons, like your reasons, remember you like your reasons, be willing to be uncomfortable, let your brain freak out. It's not a problem, not a problem to feel doubt, not a problem to feel fear, right? When you're willing to feel doubt and fear in your body, you will blow your mind at how much further you're able to go. Because a lot of you are avoiding decisions you need to make because you don't want to feel afraid. You don't want to feel afraid and you don't know if you can do it. You don't want to be feel doubtful. You don't want to feel all these emotions in your body. So then we avoid making decisions and we stay in indecision land where it's like nice and comfy. It's like our little comfy cave of confusion. <laughs> but just decide I'm going to make decisions and my brain is going to hate it. And that's fine. It's totally fine. It's not a problem. It's just what it feels like to have a human brain. Okay. I hope this helps you guys get clear on your niche or any pivots you're trying to make just really any decision. This applies to so many different things, but I was applying it in this example to pivoting, right? And changing your business structure, but it's really any decision you need to make. You want to know your reasons, like your reasons, and then be willing to be uncomfy. <laughs> I'm like, change is uncomfy. <laughs> it's not supposed to feel good. It's supposed to feel bad. It's how our brains are set up. And if you need coaching and you're in the mastermind, come to one of my Tuesday calls let me help you through this. I coach people on this all the time and we can always talk this out. That's all I have for you guys today. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Go make some decisions. <laughs> Feel uncomfortable. It's all good. I'm telling you, you'll make so much money so much faster when you're willing to make decisions and stand behind them even when your brain freaks out. Totally fine, right? Human brain doing human brain things. You're totally fine. I will talk to you guys in the next episode and I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I want to talk to you very quickly about the mastermind. The mastermind is an offer I created for you to get affordable business coaching. Business coaching changed my life, changed my business, and I really believe helped me get on the path to start making six figures online. The problem with business coaching is that it can be very, very expensive. So I created this offer for new bloggers to get business coaching from me at a crazy affordable price. You get a coaching call every single week. We get on Zoom. I can talk to you about any problems you have in your business, any questions you have with your business. So you'll never be stuck. You always have a resource. You always have me as a mentor to help you throughout the entire process of building your business. Besides the Zoom coaching calls, you also get a private Facebook Live every single week. I sit in the live and answer every single question from every single member of the mastermind. So you have two chances every single week to get mentored by me, get all of your questions answered. And honestly, I really think it is priceless. The doors are closed right now, but make sure you get on the wait list and we will notify you when it opens. I would love to have you inside. You can find the wait list and all the details at faithmariah.com. I hope you guys have a great day.